Welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich, and each week on the show, no matter what's going on across the pond with the Hanforth Parish Council debacle on Zoom, we like to share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. It's something we like to call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us for the next 10 to 15 minutes. We invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop worrying about getting a blue check mark on your house. And I'll stop worrying about well-hung chameleons. And I'm going to stop worrying about how the tenants who've paid $17 million for condos and skyscrapers in New York are having plumbing problems. <laughs> it's so terrible. And now let's get tiny. Okay, Laura. This tiny victory I'm going to share is about how during this pandemic, I have founded the Church of the Ukulele. But first, this week's episode is sponsored by Bright Sellers and Laura Swisher. And I are going to talk about our sponsor because... Housey is a sober person, and Laura Swisher and I enjoy the occasional glass of wine. So Bright Sellers, our sponsor, is a subscription wine service that uses an algorithm to help guide you towards new delicious wines you might not have experienced before. And my box arrived, your box arrived. Swish, tell me about what your experience has been. It was super easy. And one thing that I really like about having things delivered right now is that I don't have to go outside and risk getting any sort of COVID virus or random variant. So the wine comes to you. And when when I go shopping for wine, mm-hmm. I have no sense of specifically what I want other than, you know, the varietal. So they make it really easy. You're not, besides being a podcast producer, a sommelier? That is not one of your talents? I am not a sommelier. The only thing I sort of know is chicken and fish, white wine, and steak, like Cabernet. And and like that's kind of my baseline knowledge. Yeah, me too. And what I love about it is on my little cards, because you get these little like playing cards for your wine, it tells you the notes that these wines hit and that will help me in the future to pick other wines. It'll help you if if you're, you know, you have guests over for example and you want to impress them, you'll be like, this has notes of apricot. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, Annabelle is so knowledgeable. Exactly. And let me just say, as it turns out, I like wines with notes of fig and black currant. I yeah, the cards are amazing. What I I learned like serving temperatures, full reds, five minutes in the freezer. I didn't know that. Medium reds, 30 minutes in the in the fridge. There's a ton of tips. There's a lot of information. And Annabelle, where do we, uh, where do our listeners? Yes. Go to brightsellers.com slash tiny. That's brightsellers spelled C-E-L-L-A-R-S dot com backslash tiny and receive 50% off of your six bottle order. I'm going to I'm going to go now behind the scenes and take it away. 
Uh, when you listen to the show, you should know that Swisher is such an important part of our of our Laura universe. It's Annabelle and the Lauras. Okay, once a week, my friends Nina and Jessica and I sign on to our Zoom uke church and we we learn songs and let me just say I had all these very big ambitions like okay we're gonna learn an REM song we're gonna learn a song by Queen and our teacher very quickly was like let's start with Twinkle Twinkle and we have progressed all the way to You Are My Sunshine. I mean, we're three women nice. who uh, have seemingly no talent for the uke, but an endless spirit of adventure. And we, we mute ourselves and then we practice a little and everybody else listens. Sometimes I think it's like we're each broadcasting from our rooms in some sort of memory care facility. And let me just say, <laughs> I suspect that our teacher has us on mute the entire time because we're so terrible and she's so encouraging. And we just, we've suspended all of our like type A personalities. When one of us will play Twinkle Twinkle, we're like, yay, that's the best Twinkle Twinkle I've ever heard. It's kind of hilarious the amount of love and appreciation we give each other for our like nursery rhyme ukulele playing. You can't start with like the entertainer or whatever someone would would start with. I just remember piano lessons from when I was 11. The funny thing is, is when we started out, we're like, we're going to get a band together. Then we're going to go across the country. And like now we're like, oh God, if I can just get You Are My Sunshine down. If I can just, if I could just learn D flat. It's such a huge relief from everything else in our lives where we're trying so hard to achieve. I consider this sacred time. I'm not a God person. So this is the closest I get to a religious ritual. Why ukulele? How, how did that happen? Well, I'll tell you how this happened. My sister enrolled me in a like a Torah study class with a rabbi in the very beginning of the pandemic. And it was fantastic. I felt restored after every class and it was a group class. It was wonderful. Only it was a little too much God for me. And I- In the Torah class? The Torah class had a little too much God. I'm an atheist. And so when my sister said, there's another session starting up, I was like, you know, I'm going to pass on this, but I need something like this. And I thought, what can I do that's like the 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 equivalent of a religious ritual without religion? And I realized, oh my God, I've got a uke. My two two of my oldest friends, we all are moms who bought our kids ukes at a certain point. Every mom does this. I thought, let's let's do a uke meetup every week. <laughs> For some reason, everybody said yes, and we we started and the most most important part of it is during that hour a week, we don't talk about our lives. We don't talk about our problems or challenges or world events. We've been doing this for seven weeks and we haven't talked about the election transference of power. We just spend an hour a week learning the uke. And it's like a sacred moment. It's the church of uke. 
I guess what I'm hearing is you like finding the fundamental need of like, what do what do you need to nourish yourself? Yes, yes. And how to adapt that to pandemic time. We right. still have that need. What do we do? So what are you doing for that? So my, my version, like I live with someone, mm-hmm. so I need time away. <laughs> you're not made to be together right. all the time. You know, like your only friend is this other person. And so I... And I also needed to move my body. Mm-hmm. So I started taking walks to kind of have some private time. And then I also need friend connection of someone who's other than Brian. Yes. So I would just start calling people on my walks. And this is a very like pandemic thing for me. So it start like, you know, I'd have like a call on a walk mm-hmm. and then maybe a couple of calls. And then it was like, nice. Like, oh, I took a walk. And I also connected with Hillary, my friend from sixth grade. Like, hmm. oh, this is very <laughs> sweet. And like, you know how like the more you walk, the more you want to walk. Yes. So now when I take my walk, I do them more often and further. So I need more calls so now and sometimes people aren't home and so now I just sort of randomly call like you know someone you haven't talked to for 11 years or three and a half years or like I'm really calling people out of the blue which it does sometimes alarm people like every now and then oh no what oh are you okay like so there's that it's such an easy thing to do to call people but who had time I think it's such a tiny victory when you can find some restorative activity for yourself, whether it's the church of ukulele or nature walk with friends. And I'd love to hear from our listeners if you've found something that's helping you to create some pristine, sacred time. Share it on the Tiny Victory Hotline at 323-285-1675. Please let us know what you're up to with your restorative activities. So we're going to take a quick break right now so you can hear from another show on the network. And when we come back, we will hear from Tiffany. Hey, thanks for coming. Thank you. you. Thanks. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. We took the identifying marks off this podcast just Tell me your impressions. It's really sexy. My first thought is like, Radiolab? Definitely something popular. Yeah, really popular. A hit show. But funny, too. Like, does Tina Fey have a podcast? Or the Marx Brothers? Yeah, is this podcast Radiolab, but hosted by the Marx Brothers? And sexy, like Sade. It reminds me of Sade. Exactly. And they're all riding in a BMW. Close, but not quite. Take a look behind these panels. And then watch this rocket blast off into space. And there's the pies we made you. Now, let's show you the podcast. Wow, it was Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? Hold on. Whoa. Oh my goodness. That was 514 JD Power and Associates Podcasting Awards. That was really scary. But compelling. I guess I should definitely subscribe to Jordan Jesse Go. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. So last week we did an episode on annoying neighbors who wound up surprising us by being less annoying than we presumed. And we asked listeners to share any tiny victories they experienced involving a neighbor. And Tiffany 
called in and obliged. Let's take a listen. I wanted to share a story that my husband shared with me. He is a pharmacist here in our community and has been knee deep in giving COVID vaccines to our elderly population. And he told me a few days ago they had a woman in her 90s make an appointment and was very scared to come in the store and potentially be exposed um, and had really hadn't left her house in over a year. Well, one of her neighbors came, uh, drove separately and met her at the pharmacy. The neighbor walked in, got all the paperwork and brought it out to her so she could fill it out, took it back in and waited patiently with her. Um, my husband then came out to the car and gave her the vaccine. And again, the neighbor waited with her for the 15 minutes. They have to make sure there's no reaction. So all told, this neighbor spent probably two hours with this elderly lady just to make sure she could get her vaccine, not have to go into the store and be exposed, and more than anything, just help her deal with this so she wasn't nervous or scared. Um, And I just thought it was a really sweet thing to do, someone that he's not related to, no special relationship other than they live in the same area and he knew that she needed looked out for it was a great story to hear oh that's so great i just i just love that i have an older neighbor named patty and she'll text me if there's a package on my Mm -hmm. (laughs) on my porch but now i know if she ever needs to go to the pharmacy i have to do that there is goodness in the world. Tiffany, thank you so much for calling in. We love to hear from our listeners. And that is it for this week's show. And thank you to everyone who calls in. Please keep them coming. Next week, we're going to talk about how a coin collection made me not be the baby of the family anymore. <laughs> so do you have a tiny victory about sibling rivalry or a tiny family-related victory? Share it with us by calling a tiny victory hotline. It's 323-285-1675. You can record your victory on the voice memo app of your choice and email us the audio. Our email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. And please help us get the word out about the show. We'd really appreciate it if you tell your friends or anyone you meet. Anyone you meet that you think needs a little bit of goodness in their lives. Just stand on the street and talk about the show. Do you mind? (laughs) Another way you can help us out is by leaving a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, writing a review. And you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at GetTinyPod. And to follow us individually on Twitter, my handle is at I'm Laura House. You can follow me at L.A. Gurwich. Thanks to Brian Schwartz for our theme music. Our producer is the amazing Laura Swisher. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have tiny guitars full of tiny victories. Oh, yes. Until next time, this is a production of Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.